On today's Patriot Nation podcast, we are officially in Brady Week. And what better way to celebrate Brady Week than to have J.C. Allen of Pewter Report come on. Yes, he writes about the Bucks, but he's also from New England, so he's been a Patriots fan his whole life. It's going to be a heck of a conversation with him. We have Victoria from Football Guys coming on for our five-minute fantasy. It's going to be a hell of a show, so buckle up and cue the music. Josh. Thanks for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. I'm, I'm uh, happy to finally have you on my show. I know we've talked uh, at length on uh, on Green Room, but finally uh, doing a podcast together. So it's, it's pretty cool. Welcome to the show, my friend. Yeah, happy to be here. What a big week this is. You know, not just for, you know, if you're a Bucks fan or a Patriots fan, for, for sports in general, you have the prodigal son, Tom Brady, returning to face, you know, the Sith master and Bill Belichick. I, I can't wait for this matchup for so many different reasons. But as you mentioned on, in my intro, it's so, it, I'm so torn between this matchup because, you know, obviously I am from New England. I'm a Patriots fan, but I cover the Bucks now. So I want to see this team do well, but you know, either, either way, either the outcome, uh, you know, it's going to be a great game no matter what, but I'm happy to be here with you guys and breaking down this matchup. Cause it's, it, it sure is a good one. You can't lose. There's nothing better. You can't lose. You win either way. So <laughs> just root for both teams to have fun, right? Yeah, just go out there and try your best. <laughs> I, I can't I can't imagine. And I remember, so I was 10 at the time, but when the Patriots were, I think, 5-0 and and Dallas was 5-0 and in 07, the year they went 16-0, and that was like the most hyped regular season game that I can remember. Other than this, like that's a, in terms of Patriots, you know, history of my lifetime like that that's the only thing that i guess comes close to it i guess off the top of my mind but nothing relates to to kind of what's going to go on sunday i mean i i I don't know if you know for you over there with the box and and for us i'll just speak for myself i'm like i'm sick of talking about it i'm just excited for the game i'm excited for it to be over and and i think tom's kind of treating it that way too You, you heard his obviously him on his podcast this week and you know just another football game and and i think uh, both sides are saying the right things in terms of the Patriots and him. And um, I, I think it's cool too. kind of lost in the shuffle of all this is like Mac Jones, like he is being talked about enough in this matchup where it's like, he's the successor. He's probably going to have to win them the game. If they have any chance mm-hmm. of winning, it's going to have to fall on his shoulders. Um, I think that'd be really cool if those two kind of came down to the, to the wire. And um, like I said, I think, Jones, it's good, I guess, for him because it takes the the pressure off of him. But he's kind of lost in all this. Like it, it, it's it's a lot on his plate too. Yeah, I if, mean, you look. I was go just ahead. gonna say, you look at it. It's it's being billed as Brady versus Belichick, you know. And there's so many other factors that go into it, not just Mac Jones, but everybody else that on that team. You know, Gronk as well is here, obviously. But uh, you know, Devin McCourty, Kyle Van Noy, Hightower, John Jones, all these guys. Who have played and, and bled and cried and sweat with Tom Brady are, are gonna they've got all these emotions that they're probably gonna be feeling too. Slates. I mean, Slates is a guy who's been around forever. And he is the how do we feel about you know, yeah. like that's gotta be tearing him up too. Like, man, this is this is surreal, this is for real, and it's gonna happen this Sunday, whether we like it or not. Yeah, I think that's the perfect guy that you mentioned is Slater. He's like the emotional spirit of, of the Patriots, you know, the embodiment of, of what the Patriots mean and stuff like that. And then for him, you know, the, the emotional factor, trying to keep everybody locked in, you know, keep right. the reins tight, that that's going to be tough. And I, I think the, the circus and the spectacle surrounding the game 
I don't quite know if it's going to live up to the game itself, but I was going to say earlier, if there are football gods, then <laughs> the Patriots will be, you know, it'll be tied or the Patriots will be up a couple points with, with a couple yep. minutes left and, and yep. Brady's going to get the ball back, right? That's <laughs> rip just our, rip our hearts out. And he's going to rip everybody's hearts out. So yep. uh, even though I think the Buccaneers are a much better team right now than the Patriots, that's how it's going to end up, right? Like that's just the way it goes. Yeah. Somebody I, somebody at NBC is paying somebody for it to end up that way. I mean, could you imagine Mac drives down, takes the lead late in the fourth quarter and only for Brady to get it and drive down. Similar to what you know Rodgers did last week, right? Or uh, Sunday night, like where yeah. you know they drive down and score and then Rodgers gets the ball back and drives right down the field and, and they win the game and so uh it would be cool. I do want to say uh, to the people out there on Twitter, uh Periscope was bought out by Twitter. Twitter for some reason, uh the the comments won't show up. So if you're commenting on here, if you're watching on Twitter, they just haven't figured it out yet. So hopefully they will. Uh, we're live here, obviously. So I know people are watching because I can see the thing on the on the screen. But uh, but there's no comments coming through. So if you are posting, we apologize. Uh, but but we can't see them. So yeah. Just so you know. And what they can do is head over to Twitch or YouTube, yes. and you can comment there, and we'll be able to see. We just got one from from Twitch. Yep. So Twitch That's and right. YouTube, you can comment, ask questions, all that stuff. No, dark, dark blue, blue gold's gold not watching. No, he's not. Nope, he's not watching. <laughs> uh, no, but you know what? It, it's it's funny though. I really do think the more I think about this game, and and you know, look, the Bucks lost last week, so we know a pissed off Brady is is bad news. But I just feel like for me, I think this game is going to be closer than people think. Right now, the Vegas line was only five and a half, which shocked me. I figured it would be open up at like ten, but you know, I, I just think the Patriots are going to play better than we think. And then people are going to walk, and I don't know if they're going to win, but I think people are going to walk away from this game saying, you know what? The Patriots maybe aren't as bad as we thought, right? They started out one and two. They looked really bad against New Orleans. Maybe they're not as bad as we thought. And so that's, you know, that's I, that's kind of my takeaway. And, of course, the secondary, we'll talk about that with you, Josh, because, like, you know, obviously they've given up the most most passing yards in the league. But there's a reason for that, too, and we'll, we'll kind of talk about that. But, I mean, I think, too, yeah. going back to what you said, Pat, they're going to slow this game down and shorten it up as much as they can, right? Because I think you get into, a, you know, you can't get into an air raid with them, you know, throwing all over the yard. It's, this team's just not built for that. But, um, like I said, I think they're going to try to control the game as much as possible, shorten it, keep it out of his hands. Like teams tried to play Brady and the Patriots before, um, I think you'll see a lot of that this week. I think it's interesting too. Like both these guys know how to game plan for each other, you know. So uh, it'll be an interesting little chess match going on. But yeah, as Studio Jim said in the in the comments, the secondary because I think that's um, you know I think the Patriots have struggled moving the ball through the air consistently and 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 really in the high red zone they've had trouble kind of finishing drives. Mm. Uh, obviously, we know the Bucks front seven and, and them against the runs extremely strong. I think that's the strongest part of their defense. Um, but I guess. Josh, if I had to ask you, how do you beat the Bucs? We get this question all the time, and I'm sure you're used to it. When Brady was on the Patriots, it's, you know, how do you beat the Patriots, right? How Fresh do you beat this Bucks team um, with yeah. with uh, with Tom Brady now and, and obviously a little bit of question marks in their secondary? Well, I mean, obviously it's going to be tough running against the team. And if you look at the, th the last three games – you know, there weren't many rushing attempts between the last three. Uh, they've actually had the most passing attempts and allowed the most passing yards um, through the first three weeks of the game. So that's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to pass the ball. Unfortunately for the Patriots, they're losing a huge component, huge component of their passing game in James White. And right. I, I mentioned this in, in our group chat that I'm in with Pat. 
you know, with those tight ends there and the way that Devin White's played, which has not been, you know, number one linebacker in football, according to the poll of ESPN uh, front office members, um, you know, you could really attack them in coverage. I think the tight ends is going to be the way to go. Levante is still one of the best coverage, coverage linebackers, but if you can attack, uh, you know, Devin White and exploit some of his matchups, maybe with John o. Smith, get him around him. Uh, I think that might be one way to attack them on offense. Another way too is the secondary. I mean, we're still up in the air with Richard Sherman if he's going to be able to play. But even so, I mean, he's he's there tonight. He's going to be taking his visit into tomorrow. You just saw Arizona and San Francisco sign veteran cornerbacks, so that might take them out of the position. Carolina traded for one. So, I mean, it's it's looking like a, I would say, a 70% chance Sherman signs with the Bucks. But even still, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that's three days of practice, three days to get the, the playbook down. How useful is he going to be? How much of football shape is he going to be able to be in? So, you know, you're going to have to use, get creative with Bourne, with Myers, uh, with Aguilar, with all those guys, Nikhil Harry. Uh, wait, he's not back yet for my R yet right now. Um, so you're going to we'll have to tomorrow. get creative. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. it's Wednesday. So, uh, you know, you're going to have to get creative with all those guys and, and try to exploit a secondary. Now, you're not going to be able to do much on Carlton Davis, most likely, because he's just been phenomenal the past three weeks. But, you know, you could – you know, move the ball on the other guys, and that's what you have to do. Unfortunately, the way this 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 Patriots team is set up is it's a heavy running team. You know, with the the way the offensive line was constructed, I know Trent Brown's been out the last two games, but with with Harris and Ramondre Stevenson and even JJ Taylor to an extent, who I don't know why we haven't seen uh, more of him. Uh, we were talking about this today, Pat, but yep. you know the Patriots are are, are very good. That offensive line is a very good running team, and. You know, that's one way that they're not going to be able to exploit this Bucks team is running the ball. So they got to get creative, and the injuries have opened up pathways for them to do so. Yeah, I, I you know what, I, I, I'm with you there. I mean, I'm, I'm done with Brandon Bolden. I'm all set with Brandon. Thank you, Brandon Bolden. We love special you. Teamer. Thanks. I think, Play I think the reason teams. he was in the game so much, though, was because Harris missed a block. I think that was the reason why we yeah. didn't see too much of him in the second half. And and Taylor's known for not being great in pass protection. When right. you're trailing so much, they threw the ball 51 times. I'd rather a veteran in there, at least for blitz. No, which I, which I get. But, no, I also I mean, don't want to him, see him getting touches on third and 11, yeah, you know, right. on the on the 12-yard line when you got to finish a drive. I don't agree with that. But I'm saying yeah. in obvious passing situations, no, it I makes agree sense. The one thing I will say about – what I've seen from them a little bit that I'd like to see more is put Mac in the gun, put him in the shotgun, have him run the RPO a little bit more. Like that's what he did at Alabama. He's comfortable doing that. Right. So to me, it's, it's one of those things for me that, you know, uh, I personally look at it and think, okay, get him in the shotgun, get him in the hurry up offense. He seemed to have done well with that in the last few weeks. So just do that. Right. And so that, that's the way I look at it now. We'll see what happens, but, um, you know, I'd like to see them try more of that because honestly on the Patriots end, make Mac more comfortable because especially if you can, if he, you know, if he's doing well, throwing the ball, that's what you want, you know? Yeah. And I, I said earlier this week, after I rewatched that game back, the biggest problem offensively that they had was that there was no conviction in, in anything they were doing. It was like, right. we're going to run the ball on first down, get seven yards. Then we're going to take a deep shot. And then we're going to try to throw a quick slant to John U. Smith. You know, the, the one thing that you've been doing for, for two weeks at that point worked. The two things that you hadn't done to that point didn't work. And then they kind of just kept with that that idea. Like, we're going to 
We're going to run the ball once on every drive, and then we're going to take some deep shots and, like, wait, wait. run some. Go ahead. So, so are, are we saying there's issues with, with Josh McDaniels' play calling? <laughs> I don't know if you know much about Still? me, but yes. Um, <laughs> like, God, I, 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 I don't think I've ever changed. been I've, – I've never been one to, to yeah. give uh, him excuses or, you know – to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, but yeah, it's, it, there's still a situation where it's like, I don't think he knows what he wants to do until halfway through the third quarter. And then at that point, what he wants to do is throw screen passes to the running backs and, and try to bail himself out. Right. Oh, so man. how many losses of Brady's final year came down to bad play calling and bad, like there were so, I mean, obviously personnel wise too, but I was just, just going to say, I think a lot of that in the past was their personnel problems, but they don't, they yeah. don't have that anymore. They don't, at least the excuse for it, you know? Right. I think right. too, like w- we have to think about here is that bill typically uses the first four, three to four games of the season as kind of like an extended preseason. They also had one less preseason game this year. And last year, like I give them a pass for last year simply because Cam couldn't throw the ball. He couldn't. He couldn't throw the ball. Like, I'm sorry. I know people people defended him and, and people will defend him, are still defending him, saying that Shannon Sharp saying they'd be three and oh if Cam Newton was the quarterback right now. Like I just but but watch the film. He can't throw the ball. Like you just he can't. You're gonna do give it. yourself an aneurysm. You gotta so, you, <laughs> you gotta move on from so, Cam. No, I know. I know, but I'm, I'm, what I'm saying to you is that Can't I feel like there was him. I feel like there was some some limitations last year, right? From from the personnel as well. People catching the ball sucked as well, right? But you know, this year there's no excuse for that. There's throw the damn ball. Like get rid of the ball and they tried to throw it downfield and they were uh not good throwing the ball downfield last game. So maybe, you know, yeah, okay, throw the ball and and I wonder too for me <laughs> for me uh I wonder if uh, that's a good one. I like that cameraism. <laughs> um, you know, I, I wonder if someone got in your ear, right? The the media and the fans were all like, oh, he, he's not throwing it downfield. How come he's not throwing it downfield? Well, then all of a sudden you see them open up with throwing it downfield over and over and over and over again, and they weren't successful doing it. And it's like, just do what you do. Who cares what anyone in the media says? What difference does that make? It doesn't make any difference. Like, drafted the quarterback that fits what you do. Right. Perfectly. Right. <laughs> you know, you didn't yeah. take the gamble. You didn't try to move up for Justin. You didn't try to move up for any of the other ones. You got the guy who fits exactly what you've been doing in your system for the last 20 years. I mean, we've I've even seen it from from Mac, this subtle step forward up into the pocket to dodge pressure, you know. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa. That's yeah, Brady like that's yeah. very Brady. Brady-esque, I like to call it. You know, yes. people like people like, who next time? Brady? No, he's not the next Tom Brady, but that was a Tom Brady move. He's watching Tom Brady tape in this in this offense, that's for sure. So yeah, I mean, you, you gotta let Mac, you gotta take the, the training wheels off Mac at some point. And I think they they they've started to do it a little bit, but then Josh gets back to that conservative conservative Josh, and you know, it's kind of stalling some of his progress, I think. Yeah. No, I agree. So so I don't know. So we'll see. So what are your thoughts on obviously Tampa's two and one, right? But what are your thoughts on the way they've played so far and and you know, have your expectations changed? Obviously, they bring all 22 starters back. Um, looks like they're going more to Fournette than they are to Ronald Jones, which surprises me. Um, but you know, what have your expectations changed for them at all? And have you have you liked what you've seen? Obviously, you'd like the defense to play better, but have you liked what you've seen so far? Offensively, I think they've done very well. Uh you know, they're still kind of 
finding their rhythm, find, finding their groove. Uh, they've played some, you know, <laughs> they've played some pretty bad teams. Like you look at that Cowboys team, I thought that they should have, that defense, I think they should have put up a lot more points on them, attacking them. I think Atlanta too, you saw it towards the end, but that was mostly on defense, getting those two pick sixes. And then last week you knew it was going to be a tough game. Um, the biggest thing about them is, is there's no complacency. There's no let's rest on last year's laurels, but it's it's reverting to the beginning of the last season uh, as they did last year. They're second in the league in penalties. I mean, and and third in the league in penalty yards. They're beating themselves again. They're beating themselves on blown coverages, missed assignments. Uh, you're seeing Devin White for the second week in a row literally take one of his own players out of a play that became a big game last week against Atlanta. It was. Uh, taking out Levante David for a big Kyle Pitts game for like 20 something yards. And then this week it was the Deshaun Jackson play, taking out Carlton Davis. You know, I mentioned Devin White already, just playing too aggressive and not really being able to, you know, harness his his natural athletic ability. Um, the the defenses and pressures, man, they just haven't been able. They've been able to get near the quarterback, but haven't been able to get home. If you would have said this team would only have three sacks in the first week of the game, playing a banged up um, Cowboys uh, an yep. offense with with the offensive line with Atlanta, where uh, Philadelphia feasted, and and then the Rams, who I think have a pretty decent offensive line, but I mean, you still, I mean, no JPP, but I think you got to get you got to get after him a little bit more, so. You know, offensively, I think they're going to be just fine. Running the ball is something that they definitely need to get going because uh, you got to be, you, you have to have more balance. You right. can't, Tom can't be throwing 50 balls a game every game. You know, that just can't be what this offense is going to be about. But the offense, the running backs haven't been able to get going. So you saw last week against the Rams a heavy usage of that screen game, which Brady and Belichick and on the Patriots always used as a supplement to the running game when they couldn't get it going. And you saw there was at least four or five screens in that game. So, you know, running games got to get going on offense. I think, you know, again, uh, costly penalties. I think this team, let me just look back at my notes. Uh, You know, they have six false starts, uh, you know, some offensive holding, uh, three offsides, defensive holding. Like these are just mental penalties that you have to avoid. So if they can get that, get a little bit crisper, especially with drop balls, Gronk drops some, Godwin drops some, and this team's going to be fine. They're in the hunt. They're they're right in the thick of the, the NFC conference race. I mean, you look at the teams there, it's definitely the Rams are up there, and it's definitely the Bucks are up there, Packers. Um, I don't see them not being in that in the playoffs. I don't see them not winning the division. I don't see them not potentially winning the conference as a number one seed. It's just they got to play tighter, crisper, cleaner. We still have not seen a complete game from this Bucks team on offense or defense. So that's a good point. That's a good point. Dark Blue Gold asked about Neo Prime Gronk, which it kind of is. Like he <laughs> he looks good out there, man. He looks Crazy. like fresh, which is scary and annoying and i'll tell you what if my ticket doesn't <laughs> sell for tw- i got my ticket on sale for twenty five hundred dollars if it sells i won't be there but if i'm there sunday i'm gonna love cheering and going nuts for brady and booing the hell out of rob gronkowski i can't wait you're still so salty oh hell yeah always will be too <laughs> yeah he's been great i mean last week he dropped a you know there's two plays of the game jamel dean you know, dropping that clear interception that was in his hands. How do you drop that? And then, you know, because that play too, Dean catches the ball. Patriots are already in Rams territory. 
and you, you've got a good Bucks, chance of putting Bucks up. Bucks are already in Rams Yeah, we've already got a good <laughs> chance of, of putting up points right there. But he doesn't get injured a couple plays later, so you don't lose your cornerback. And then Gronk dropping that long bomb, you know, by Tom Brady, you know, would have been like a 30, 40-yard game. Yeah. You know, he catches that, and, and you're rolling. And we're talking about Bucks being 3-0, Rams being 2-1. So it's got to be crisper, a little bit cleaner, got to bring the balls down, and, and you know, that's – it's football, you know, any given Sunday, right? That's right. Uh, so what do you think? What do you think about Saturday, Sunday night? Like, what are you looking forward to Sunday night? What's the matchup for you? I mean, obviously, clearly it's Brady Belichick, but outside this of Brady This is a question, Belichick. I guess, to add to that, Pat, is right. I wonder what they'll do in terms of a tribute. A, a, a tribute, and B, when he breaks the passing yards, are they going to do anything? Yes. Like, that's just no one. I don't think anybody knows. Uh, yeah. I'd be curious. That's the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is what they do pregame, what they do during the game when he gets, what's he need, 68 yards or something? Yeah, 68, so, yeah. Yeah, that'll be, that's the biggest question that I don't think anybody has an answer to. It's funny. I mean, they uh, must, right? They have to. They have yeah, to. I, I think they, I mean, it's a little bit different when Drew Brees did it. He was at home. Right. Um, so Brady's definitely going to beat it. And Drew Brees uh, told Jenna of ESPN down here, she covers the Bucks. that, you know, if I'm Tom, first play of the game, Bucks going to kick, you know, kick it to the 25. You just shoot it down yep. the field deep to Mike Evans and get it done and get it over with, you know. See what happens. He's yeah. like, you know, when, I, when I'm facing those things, you know, I, I cried all out on Monday, Tuesday. So Sunday, it's just game time. It's prepared. And I don't think Tom would want them to pause the game and acknowledge it because that's just who Tom is. Just keep it rolling. Let's keep going. So, you know, I'll say this. I I do remember when Breeze broke it, it was ESPN that stopped the game because they took a TV timeout immediately and and stopped the game. So I think NBC, who's got Drew Breeze on the books now, and he's going to be in the stadium when it happens. I'm sure NBC is going to stop the game. Yeah. And and what I'd like to see is something petty out of the Patriots where they're like Tom Brady broke the record, however many yards. And ninety eight percent of them were with us. So, like, there you go. We we I'd like we, to see we'll take like that, that record. Yeah, we'll take that record. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll put that that ball in the Hall of Fame right I now. I almost he comes out to now for years. He came out to Hove, right? Please, please allow me to reintroduce myself. Right, <laughs> my name is Hove. I think it would be so dope for them to do that before the game. Now that's like an hour. That's like forty five minutes to an hour before the game. Crowd isn't isn't packed or whatever, but I think that would be such a cool moment for the PA guy to do that because you know he's going to get a standing ovation anyways. Like he'll get booze, like, but he shouldn't. Like I, this is will. one of those things There's for me. Always people. No, I know there are, but like, but but the thing for me is that he shouldn't. Like Adam Vinatieri got booze for Christ's sake. Like Adam freaking Vinatieri. Like what the hell's wrong with people? Like and Brady's going to get booze, but he he doesn't deserve it. Every single person in that stadium should be cheering because. I don't care if you're pissed off that he left. Like, fine. I'm a little pissed off that he left too. I think, again, my my opinion with it is that it was Belichick's decision and not necessarily and not necessarily uh, Brady's decision. But to me, you know, get that out of the way. Like, do that. Do it like an hour before the game. Then people that are there, and it's just like that would be such a cool moment to have. I think, um, you know, for them to go nuts. When he comes out, and again, that's before the Patriots come out. That's way before the game. Like, I feel like that that would be that would be a cool moment. You know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I want to see. I want to see, I want to see the Bucks come out first, and the, except for Brady, everyone except for Brady. 
and when the all aboard oh god <laughs> then brady, brady got run out from the visiting tunnel and just come out there and run the distance of the field while the other guys are running the other distance of the field and just scream lfg and the answer <laughs> dark blue dark blue gold he's yeah. going pure game face he's not waving in the crowd when he comes oh out yeah, there. No, no. yeah he's not if he if they win the game brady's gonna he might look back and give like a kiss and like right right wave yeah. and like you know like a thank you like a you know, like a thank you, but he's not. I mean, he's he's pure game yeah. face going into that. Game. There's no breaking breaking the character, breaking the mold for him. I so. agree with that. But as far as matchups I'm looking for, um, you know, I want to see the young guys. I want to see McCordy. I want to see Duggar on, on how they how they handle Gronk. I know Gronk's gonna be a little bruised up with those ribs. Um, JC Jackson, I, you got to think that he's going to be. Moving around a lot. I don't think he's just going to stay on Mike or stay on Chris or stay on Ant- Antonio. Um, ah, I I, just, I think I think John Jones has firmly you know drawn the Antonio Brown assignment. Yeah, it, I, there's no other guy on that defense that can cover Antonio Brown. It, they, yeah. John Jones did it when when AB was in in Pittsburgh. Like right. now they know him a little bit better. Uh, just just to throw my two cents in there, I think John Jones had his hand up day one. You know Monday morning meeting like. I got him. Don't worry, yeah. guys. It, yeah. I'll take care of that. And I want to see. I want to see the Patriots getting after it on th- how how this offensive line holds up against the Patriots on third down. Uh, the Patriots defense is getting pressure seventy eight percent of the time on third downs this season, on third down passes this season. So I want to see how this Bucks defense can hold up against that. Matt Judon has looked like a stud in this defense for the Patriots, and I want to see. How they can handle how they can handle that. So PFF gave him a forty-seven point eight grade. He had three sacks. Three on sacks. Yeah. It was yeah. like, I mean, take your take your whatever you know. People take stock in it or not. Um, yeah. I mean, I like to look at the grades after. I think they yeah. do do a decent job, but that that one was just like, huh? Shut like, up. They were really Todd. bad on defense on Saturday on Sunday, but I think he was one of the only ones that showed up to play. Um, but yeah. he did miss his assignment on the Kamara touchdown. I don't know how much they dock you for that, but but you know what sacks. though? Someone said he didn't though. Someone said that that was that was just a straight up Van Noy. No one missed their assignment. It was just like a now. Who I mean, they're not going to throw anyone on the bus, I guess. But like, you know, it, it, who knows what really happened, right? So I think this uh, secondary is going to be really interesting to watch because. And Pat, I was talking to you about this today on Spotify Green Room. Is that those guys back there, McCordy and Jones, and you know to a lesser extent, some of the younger guys as, as well that have played for that last year with Brady, you know, they're going to get coached up by the other guys, but they know Tom Brady's, you know, tendencies. Right. They know Tom Brady, you know, how he looks cornerbacks off, how, because Tom is the ultimate team player and went to those guys and said, Hey, what do you, you know, this is what right. I would do if, in this situation. And, and they went up to Tom and Tom was an open book. I remember interviewing Keon Crossing last year, who played for a cup of tea for the for the Patriots in their Super Bowl, the, the last Super Bowl. And he said Tom would come up to me and ask me what would I think when I was on the scout team. You know, what what do you think about this? What do you think your guy's gonna do this coverage wise? So like Tom is always talking to these guys. So they know all about what he's gonna try to do with the ball. And I wanna see that. I think that's gonna be a great matchup to watch, you know. Hightower. And to an extent, Kyle Van Noy, too, two guys who, you know, Dietrich-wise, you want to go down the list of all the guys. They're not as impacted by Tom, I don't think, as, right. the, as the secondary is going to be. So that's what, I, that's what I'm really looking forward to see, how, how these guys play and if Tom can still bite them. I agree. I'm looking forward to that, too. I, I agree with you. All right. 
We're going to let you go. But before we do, here's the question. Now, remember, remember, people, Josh is a Patriots fan, but also now covers the Bucks. So he's also a Bucks fan, too. But but been a Brady fan his whole life. Obviously, a Belichick fan. Here's the question. Was it more Brady or was it more Belichick? We had this discussion today as well. Me and Pat had a great discussion today. If you guys are on Spotify Green Room right now, free promo for them. Get on Spotify Green Room. Pat does a great show every Tuesday at three o'clock, breaking down Pat's. Um, it was all Ernie. That's it was, all Ernie. it was all Ernie. Um <laughs> I said this to Pat today. I said right now, I think it was obviously a combination of both, but I would have to give it to Belichick for being the mastermind behind everything. But if Tom Brady and this Buccaneers team, because I think he plays at least one more, if not two more seasons, if he is in the NFC Championship slash Super Bowl in each one of these seasons before he retires, um, I don't know how you can't say that it was more Brady. Because if he's doing the same exact thing in a different location, different system, granted the playmakers on that team and the, and the, and the, the way the team's constructed as of right now is probably one of the better teams he's ever been on. Um but I think you, I think it kind of might skew, even though the numbers still heavily favor Belichick and the Patriots yeah. with Brady's tenure. But I think you got to say, okay, if Belichick can't get back with a, with quarterback and defense and spending all this money and putting together a roster a different way, but Brady can get there three, four times in a row, I, I think it skews a little bit over to Tom Brady. So. All right. I mean, it's, a, it's an asterisk caveat. I didn't answer the question the way you wanted me to. No, answer. listen, it That's definitely it definitely makes it <laughs> very, a more very compelling Patriots like very Patriots like right? it definitely well, makes it learn from the best. <laughs> right. See, it definitely makes it a more compelling argument. It's a wrong <laughs> argument. It's a false <laughs> argument that it's Brady, but it makes it a more compelling organization. And I think that, uh, you know, he's uh, always be a treasure to my heart. But uh, <laughs> we've got a game to play this weekend and uh, I'm going to try my best to game plan against Tom and we'll see what the outcome is on Sunday. There it is. That's it. There it is. So speaking so, of the outcome on Sunday, you didn't ask me, but I'm going to yes, get it to you. That's, I was just, that was the next question before we let you go. Here's yes. Last go. question. Last question. I, well, you know what? Whatever, dude. Now it's the last question. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm hijacking the show. Um, <laughs> so I would, <laughs> I can't go back on what I put in the, in the, in my preseason prediction. I had the bucks going 15 and two, a little Ooh. bit of a little high on them. Uh, didn't think the injury bug would come so quickly. Didn't think they'd be losing, um, you know, close games like that against the Rams. But uh, I figured it'd take a little bit more time for Matty Stafford to figure it out. But this that's neither here nor there. Um, so my prediction for a season-long record is already gone. But caveat, I did think this game, after traveling out to L.A., getting playing, you know, a tough defense, coming up to New England, where not only Bill Belichick, but the players on defense, Josh McDaniels, who knows Tom Brady and what he likes to do inside and out better than anybody, I think they can come up with a game plan to limit this team. Now, with a cornerback situation out even uh, even up in the air even more, um, Antonio Brown's status still not known for this game. He has not came off the COVID list while Kevin Minter has. Uh, also, the running game not being able to get going. Giovanni Bernard's uh, status now in doubt with this game with a, uh, a slight MCL tear uh, sprain. I'm going to stick to my guns because I picked the Patriots to beat the Buccaneers wow. in the, before the season. And I think this is one of their losses. I had them losing to both AFC teams, AFC East teams, the Bills and the Patriots. I still think somehow Belichick is able to stymie Brady just enough 
and 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 pull out the W here. It might. Be, I've been, I was called a homer on all the uh, by of all the report readers. So he's a he's a Patriots fan. He's a homer. He's gonna. Of course, he's gonna pick them. But no, I, I just think. It. You know, I just think it could be a potential a potential loss for them. You know, they haven't played sound. They haven't played uh, a good game, and I I, I think Belichick is. The guy who's going to now, <laughs> Belichick is a guy who's going to go in there and take away something from this team. And the running game is already not getting going, so you don't have to worry about taking the running game away. You know, they're either going to take try to take Chris Godwin away, yep. or they're going to try to take uh, Mike Evans away and say beat us with everybody else. And I, I still think this Patriots defense is pretty dang good, even without Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore was on this team. Forget about it. Because he would have clamped down Mike Evans, and then you could have double-teamed Chris Godwin and say beat us with AB. And as Keegan said, Jones, you're up. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? So I, I think that um, – and, and I, I like the coverage ability of these linebackers and these safeties too on Gronk. So, yeah, I think the Patriots pull it off. Um is it a Mac Jones kind of a two minute drill where Mac Jones, not Tom Brady leads the Patriots down the field to score, whether it be a last minute field goal on the leg of Nick Folk or, or whether he scores a touchdown himself that remains to be seen, but I Twitter I would Patriots... explode. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yes. It that, would like the app would just cease to exist. <laughs> I think the Patriots come up with a win on this one. Oh my God. I'd be victory lapping for weeks. Never mind days, weeks. I'd be victory lapping if that happened. You know what? Because this is New England Super Bowl right here. The New England right. could go undefeated the rest of the year, you know, if they lose this game and no one would care. People would still right. be talking about the loss of. So it's this true. is their Super Bowl. All the emotions are high. I mean, not for the players, but of course for the players, you know? Right. I mean, if, you, if you're Matt Slater, if you're Stephon Gill, if you're Devin McCourty who, who re you know, out of retire instead of retiring and all this stuff and, you know, you get Gronk to force to to handicap your team when you could have signed Jared Cook, and then he asked demands a trade, and you know then Brady dips out. Like, of course, these players are there's feelings attached to it. Whether they're still gonna love Tom because of everything they've done or whatnot, but you know it's it's gonna be an emotional game for everybody. And I hate how how much it's just being made about Brady and Belichick because there's so many other players and, and relationships and, and brotherhoods that are going to be put up against it, whether it's Brady and McDaniels, whether it's Brady and some of the defensive Gronk and the defense player, like there's so much there and uh, it's going to be a very emotional game for everyone involved, uh, especially for Patriots fans, not as much Bucks fans, uh, but for Patriots fans is an yeah. emotional time. You know, it's like your, 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 your boys is coming home and trying to beat you now. You know, it's like, it's, yeah, that's tough. By the way, dark blue gold. I have many dark drinking vessels because my hot takes. I need I need water to. You know what I mean? I need drinking vessels. Uh, so so Josh, thanks so much for coming on, man. We uh we loved having you. We'll have to have you on again when the Patriots play the Bucks in the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> but wish. before before we do that, uh, before we let you go, just plug yourself where people can read you and hear you and find you, especially this week. You know, every week, if you're interested in the Bucks at all, um, for those Patriots fans that have converted to Bucks fandom as well. But even if you're just curious about what the Bucks are saying about this week's game against the Patriots, uh, just shout yourself out, please. Yeah, or you want to, you know, support a, a former local boy. Who's See, down that, here, that, you know? that's uh, my Twitter is right here at JC Allen NFL. Definitely give me a follow on there for sure. Much appreciated. Uh, find all my work at PeterReport.com. Uh, you can follow us at Peter Report as well. If for this week, and then unfollow us if you want to hear what we're talking about for the, uh, prior to the game. We're actually going to have Matt Schofield on 
for our live in-game coverage. Mark, 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 Mark Schofield. Sorry, Mark Schofield yeah. is going to be joining he already us. canceled. Yep. <laughs> He's going to be joining us for our live in-game coverage of the game. So even That's if awesome. you're not a Bucks fan, definitely tune into pewterreport.com uh, on game day because you'll have your Patriots guy there breaking yep. down against the Bucks, which will be awesome. He's, he's already been done one show with us. He's amazing breaking down the live oh, game. Yeah. Uh, so definitely check us out there. Again, my Twitter handle's right there. So give me a follow. All things Bucks all the time. Sprinkle them with a little bit of Boston sports. Go Bruins. Go Celtics. Go Sox. Uh, still, those colors still bleed hey, strong man. down here. But uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. And, uh, you know. Go. I appreciate you, man. Go. Thanks so much. And uh, I don't know what. Yeah, someone. Is. You know, like you say. I mean, just go just go play well, right? We hope just hope both teams do just well. Just have fun. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. Just don't get hurt. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all, right, all right, buddy. Thank you so much, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, but Peace. see ya. All right, that was awesome. So that was a uh, great guy, Josh. Again, from uh, from the Boston area, covers the Bucks down there so patriots fan but but covers the bucks and uh, spotify green room he's all over that too so if you're uh you know if, you, if you're into that type of thing uh tons of tons of good stuff on there as well so all right we're gonna get into our five minute fantasy okay five minute fantasy segment this time listen it's patriots week it's it's bucks week brady week so we had to have a big guest on as well so we're getting uh we're getting someone from football guys you might a small little site you might have heard of it before uh victoria is hopping on with us from football guys and uh here she is victoria thank you so much for for coming through we appreciate it how are you, you doing tonight been here for like 20 minutes yeah, it's been here for a while, yeah. i i actually being a bills fan i had to talk to my lawyer if i should come on the show or not and then having to listen to the last you know however many <laughs> minutes i'm like i was debating clicking clicking that x we got to get out of here let me give my answers really quick obviously that's a joke thank you so much for having me on y'all oh. My answers to your questions you asked, though, it's definitely Brady. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The second answer is there's no way the Patriots are winning this weekend, guys. Okay. okay. I'm just kidding. I really, really like what I'm seeing from Mac Jones. Um, I just, it's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to say it's not all Brady because he saw him win the Super Bowl last year. So it's just, I was finally able to respect him as a player that he's out of the AFC East and to watch that happen was just wild. So now I just, I actually enjoy watching him now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what happens because you don't have to root against him anymore. So we, yep. uh, we, we appreciate that. Thanks a lot. <laughs> and I, I have to say, I'm a little disappointed you didn't wear any Bills gear. I was uh, afraid to. I was afraid to kick Smokey me off. You the bear shirt on right now. Like, I don't know what's going on over there. But yeah, uh, no, I'm not gonna wear Bills okay. gear on your on your pants, pot. Hey, listen, it's, it's okay. It's all right. You don't mind. So it's the Bills. They're like our. They're like our. You know, our little brother up north. You know what I mean? That's all. Uh. So, uh, all right. So the way this works, you know, you obviously haven't done this before. So the way this works, and for anyone listening out there, I'm gonna literally put five minutes on the clock, and you can talk about fantasy football. We got some questions uh, that people asked that I will ask you. Um, but then once those questions run out, if you have any questions, uh, if you have anything that you want to specifically talk about on your own, I'm going to ask you a question about my fancy team because I'm 0-3 in one of my leagues and my team is oh. an absolute dumpster fire and I have no idea who the hell to start. So, uh, But we're going to get to the questions before I do that, before I hijack the uh, the five-minute fantasy. And then the timer is going to go off and you could be mid-word and that's it. We're done. Uh, and then we'll right. go from there. And then, of course, we'll let you plug yourself and everything else like that. So, All right. So we're going to start the timer and uh, and we will go. We'll start right now. All right. The first question we have is about Allen Robinson. What the hell do we do with Allen Robinson? What, oh, I, what, what do we do? 
I legitimately tweeted that exact question earlier today because I have him on a couple of rosters. Right now you got a hold. You hope to see him perform against the Lions. If he cannot have a decent fantasy day against the Lions this week, then we need to probably start panicking. But right now he's a hold, especially in redraft. You're not gonna redraft, you're not gonna get anything for him right now because right. he's just not been great. So let's let's slot him in the lineup still this week and keep our fingers crossed he can perform against the Lions. But I don't know what the heck Matt Nagy is doing over there. He's saying all what three quarterbacks are, are have the potential to start this week. I don't, it's, he's just asking to get fired. So. he sucks. He sucks. Yeah. He, he's back somehow. Uh, all right, next guy, uh, former Patriot legend Cordero Patterson. What what are we doing? What are we doing with Cordero Patterson down there? Do we feel like he's the guy down there? Do we feel like we have no idea what the hell's going on. Do the do the Falcons have any idea what's going on down there? The Falcons look bad. They just look like they have no identity on either side of the ball. As far as Patterson goes, though, he's becoming an every week flex. If you are in PPR leagues, I hope you are. If you're in standard, I don't know. I don't know what that's about. But he's looking like an every week start. He's getting the targets, and you know Mike Davis is getting more of the carries. Cordell Patterson's not going to get you you know, 100 yards on the ground. I think he only had 20 yards on the ground last week, but he's going to get you those receptions. So he's a fine, he's a fine flex. As long as Atlanta's going to be behind, playing from behind, they're going to have to use him. So All right, know. I like it. Uh, dark blue gold, Ravens backfield. Anyone we touch in there, Latavius oh. Murray. Is there anyone back there that, you know, probably someone spent all of their fab on Latavius Murray probably, and he's, <laughs> he's picked up like 45 yards total on the ground. Uh, are you touching anyone in the Ravens backfield right now? No, I'm I'm holding. I have Tyson Williams on a couple of teams. I unfortunately started him against mm-hmm. the Lions this me past too. week. He, he definitely made me lose a couple of matchups <laughs> there. So I'm just keep, keep him on the bench for now until something gets sorted. Because that I don't know that game that game plan was was weird though. That I mean the Ravens almost lost to the Lions. That was just, might want to just wait and see. I think I'm just going to hold and not not put any of them in my starting lineup for this. All week. right. All right, and then the, another backfield is the Niners. Just an absolute cluster. Trey Sermon, Elijah Mitchell, another guy. Everyone spent all their money on Elijah Mitchell, then he gets hurt yeah. immediately into the next game. So, uh, you know, what are you thinking there? Do you think it's Sermon? Do you think it's Mitchell? Do you think that the Niners are just going to, like, screw with everyone and just hand the ball off to, like, just find some random guy off the street and just hand the ball off to him? Like, what the hell is going on? That's what they've been doing for the last however many years. I mean, that's just the the Shanahanigans. You can't really trust week in and week out a specific running back unless, like, last year, the year before, there's enough injuries where he's like, here's, I only have this one guy. Sermon looked okay, and he fell into the end zone, so it saved his his fantasy day. And I think they're good enough to move the ball for for a running back to fall into the end zone week week in and week out. But it's yeah. picking the right one. If Mitchell is back, it sounds like he'll get he'll get the workload. So I'm I'm still a little scared to start Sermon. But if Mitchell is out again this week, I'm fine starting Sermon as a flex. All right, you put any stock in Josh Gordon? Zero. Don't even okay. just forget about it. That's I wish the right him answer. the best, but do not do not pick him up. That's that's the correct answer. Uh, <laughs> Michael Pittman. What do you think about him? I mean, the Wentz is. I mean, I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know how you sprain <laughs> both your ankles. Like, I don't. I don't get it. How did um, he play? Is this the thing? Like, I, not like, well, as everyone as everyone can see. Right? Oh no, obviously not it's well. It's called Toradol. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say that they did they do something with it. Yeah. I don't know. Pittman. It looks good. I mean, he looks like an every week flex right now as well. I'm. I wish I started him in more leagues last week. I was just scared off from Wentz's feet. But I mean, as long as T.Y. Hilton is not in the lineup, he's looking to be a a decent flex. He's getting. He's getting the targets. I'm fine with 
I'm fine with keeping him. He's looking to be he only had one down week, I believe. So I'm, yeah. I'm fine. I'm probably gonna fire him up in a couple of leagues. And the Colts are just doing everything wrong right now. So they have to keep coming back and fighting to get back in the game. He's gonna get he's gonna get receptions and targets. So all right. Okay, so here comes my team. Oh and three. It's an absolute disaster. I the problem is I got like all like mid-level guys. So I got like Jamar Chase. Daryl Henderson, Michael Pittman, Tony Pollard, Rondell Moore, Allen Robinson, T. Higgins, Antonio Brown, Jacoby Myers. Like I, I don't know who the hell to start. Like I'm, who the hell am I starting out of that group? Like I, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Jamar Chase, I would, I would be starting him on a weekly basis from here on out. He's produced very well over the last couple of weeks. So I'm not. There's no question there. I'd have you get him ten seconds right away. Allen Robinson, put him in this week. Just, okay. just close your eyes and and have faith. Um, who are the other guys? All right, it's all right. We're oh all no, it's okay. It's all right. You gave me enough advice that I can I can get there. I appreciate that. It's so, not a bad team. It's just that you have to. It it's just like middling. A headache on it's deciding. Just, it's just middling. Like I yeah. like I pick one guy and he stinks, and then I pick then that guy goes off. Like I haven't started Chase yet, and it's like he's had two good games, and it's like. Put so it's just it's a mess. Sure. So I got I got to put him in. So, <laughs> um, anyways, Victoria, thank you so much for coming through. Before we let you go, we have to first of all big win last weekend by Buffalo Ooh. against Washington. Absolutely smoked them. Josh Allen put up like a billion fantasy points. Yes. Um, and Pat did start John in week three in multiple leagues. By the way, dark blue gold. That's yeah, that happened. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, so but um, but big win by the Bills. Obviously, good good time to be a Bills fan right now. Uh, it's been a, it's been a bad time to be a Bills fan for a long time. Yes. Um, thanks, but it's, thanks it's, to the past. <laughs> it's finally finally a good time to be a Bills fan. Um, and so you know, I'm I'm sure you're happy about it, and and we're happy for you, uh, kind of semi happy for you at least. So, uh, but before we let you go, just let everyone know like where they can read you and see you and hear you and everything else. I know you got a lot of stuff going on, so uh, so please plug yourself before we, we we let you go. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me. That was really fun. Uh, you can find me at FFB underscore Victoria on Twitter. I'm with footballguys.com. You can check out all our in-season content there. I am a co-host of the Football Guys Mailbag Show every Wednesday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. You can send your questions into mailbag at footballguys.com or just send them over through Twitter. And I love that show. We answer your start sits, your trade questions, anything you got. Send in your questions. Nice. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Victoria, for coming on. And thank you for being a trooper and waiting backstage and listening to, <laughs> to Patriots talk uh, while oh, you're no. uh, while you're back there. We we appreciate it. So No, that was fun. I'm rooting for you guys, honestly. I'd rather y'all be in the mix more over Miami, but they're having their own little problems there, too. As yeah, well. see, this is the same way I was with Buffalo. It's like, oh, Buffalo, they're a cute little team. Like, they're, they're okay. <laughs> Let's let them be okay. And now you feel the same way about the Patriots. Things of, you know, the ter- oh, how the turntables, right? So, mm-hmm. uh but it's good. So thank you, Victoria, so much. And we appreciate it. And uh, and have a great night. And good luck. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. You too. See ya. Thanks. See ya. All right. That's a solid show, fellas. I feel like I did a lot of talking there. You guys just like, I, I, I the dominated the show. show. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's all right. It's, it's cool. Listen, I mean, you know. The soothing tones of Pat Lane just <laughs> wash over me. I, I almost fell asleep. It was beautiful. <laughs> Oh, you almost fell asleep because it was probably boring as hell. But uh, <laughs> like, just like my math students do every day. So, but uh, I, listen, I'm excited about this week. I mean, how could you not be excited about this week? You know, Spags, you going? You must be going. Are you going? I am. Yes. Oh, I baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. And like I said, my t- my tickets up up for sale for twenty five hundred dollars. 
uh, on Ticketmaster. If it sells, then I get $2,500. And if it doesn't, then I go to the game. So uh, so we'll see. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Dark blue gold. Forward or backward for you? What do you think? Changes. Changes how I'm feeling. <laughs> no answer. My grandmother used to love me with my hat backwards. She'd be like, oh, you look so you look so handsome with your hat backwards. I'm like, all right, Nana. Okay, cool. So thanks. Appreciate that. I don't know. It's like one of those weird things. So, but uh, anyways, thanks for listening again, guys. We appreciate it. We're going to do, we're going to have some content coming out after the game. Maybe we're not sure if we'll get something live or we'll do something, but uh, it's a big week. So it's like, you know, like Josh said, it's basically Super Bowl week for the Patriots. Um, you know, it, this is a big game. So we'll be, we'll be having some discussions. I know Keegan will be doing the, will you be doing the live, uh, <laughs> will you be doing the live, the live uh, post? Had, That's you know, right. Tw- Couch 12, duty, baby. 1,200 comments on it uh, last game. No big deal. No big deal. Just hey, I comments. need like nine clicks on my next article to get to a million this year, and I'm, I'm feeling real great about it. It's going awesome. on the resume, folks. Right? Hell yeah, it should. Hell yeah. Hire me, should. please. I'm, I'm graduating <laughs> like in two months. I need somebody to pay me to do this. So yes. Love if it. If you know anybody, let me know, Dark Blue Gold. Yeah, hear those people out there? Anyone out there? Hire Keegan, for goodness sake. Just don't take him from us. Hire him. Pay him, but then pay him, but then let him stay here with us. You know what I mean? Oh, look at look at Dark Blue Gold. He's gonna click nine times for you. How about that? Love what a guy. It's my guy. What a guy. So, anyways, thank you guys so much for uh, for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, and uh, we will talk to you next week. And by the way, it's Belichick over Brady. Come on, people. Let's let's get that straight. <laughs>